This is the Holland Assets Podcast, where we show you how to start and run your own trucking company. Ever wanted to go out on your own? Follow Chris as he goes through the highs and lows of running on his own authority. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Holland Assets Podcast, episode number 124. We are recording this in March of 2023. Uh, this is about February 2022 financials, but 2023 financials. Sorry, whatever. Yeah. I, yeah okay. It's we're, we're not we're going also, back 13 months. We're to also do this. recording early Great. in the morning, uh, uh, unlike when we usually do this. So uh, coffee hasn't kicked in yet, Chris. I kind of, I kind of feel like. Sh- do I look like? Sh- <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I I feel like I'm in a haze. Oh, by the way, hi Chris. Oh, hey, what's going I'm on? I'm Craig. How He's Chris. Yeah. I'm here. <laughs> this just is, barely. This should be an interesting one cuz yeah, we do not usually record early in the morning, but uh you know, such is life. I'm normally a morning person, but I don't know something today. I just yeah. I'm I'm feeling something's feeling weird. Maybe it's the rain or I don't know. It's, you know, I think we just let's start with an hour on the Oscars and what you thought of them, Chris, <laughs> and then uh, we'll get into trucking. Where was the Oscars? Did that just happen? Who's Oscar? <laughs> what's the yeah, what's who's this Oscar guy? What, why are we talking about it? Today we are talking about February 2023 financials. Uh but before we do, of course, go to hollandassetsllc.com. Uh, check out the full show notes there, including the numbers for today. Uh, if you're new to the show, then you should know that with all of these financials episodes, we break down the profit and loss statement, well, or at least parts of it, but you can check out the whole thing at hollandassetsllc.com. You can also go to motorcarrierhq.com and get uh, all the tools and resources that you need uh, to get yourself out on the road. And if you're already out on the road, well, then you'll have everything you need to do it better. Right, Chris. Right, and and speaking of show notes, I need to make a little bit of a disclaimer here. Um, we are we're, we're recording on an early morning because this is the morning that when we usually launch and we usually at least record the day, the before. day before. But uh, I have this last couple of weeks has just been insane, and I've been late with everything, and I didn't get the show notes to the people that mm. post them and do everything until late last night while I was get this sitting in a Walmart distribution center getting unloaded. That's right. Yeah, Chris, so you in are, the back, I actually once drove. Once again, you are a long haul over the road trucker. Well, I don't know if you consider the, the 38 miles one way <laughs> long haul, but I mean, yeah. I, I, I uh, Back I, in the saddle, baby. Back in the saddle. Yeah, first time in a while I've actually like full blown delivered a load at the um, every once in a while we get this little short load from our one of our um, main shippers, um, they, they have to haul from their facility to a Walmart and they have their own truck and they do it most of the time. But sometimes mm-hmm. like actually last night I saw their truck at the Walmart too. So they just must've had to do two loads and obviously they only have one truck. So right. they, uh, they had us do it and, and, uh, Nate most of the time does those. Um, but he, uh, he had something going on last night and so he picked it up and then I just, uh, came and got the truck and delivered it. So mm-hmm. 38 miles, no incidents, got to the Walmart receiver. Um, backed up the truck. Backed up like the truck. Like a champ. Um, you know, I I mean, let's <laughs> let's let, let's put it here. As far as like places to back a Walmart distribution center is like child's play. Like it's pretty, <laughs> like they're big. <laughs> it's like. They keep things open. Bot any dummy can do it. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I did it. It was good. I uh, no. <laughs> No, uh, no incidents didn't back into anything, didn't hit anything. Uh, so I'm, I'm pretty proud of myself. Then made it all the way back. Um, same thing. Yeah, I didn't. 
another 38 miles on the, the drive back. So and, I got it, a good old 76 miles yesterday. That sound you hear, Chris, is, uh, you know, thousands of people across the country listening to this applauding you right yeah. now. No, no, they're not because like, I mean, 78 miles in one day is nothing for a driver. <laughs> so they're all like, Chris, shut up. That, we, I'm, I'm just glad you got my joke. Yeah, so we, we do like, now it's funny. Yeah. Almost 10 times that in a day. So, <laughs> uh, all right. So Chris, uh, Oh, you also, um, mentioned you met with somebody from great West. I did. You yeah. So want to talk about that? Um, yeah, it was really good. So what, what is our, great West? Great West is, is one of the truck insurance providers. Um, they're actually kind of really there. There's from what I can think of, there's kind of two that are kind of the premium, um, insurance providers as far in the trucking industry that are really kind of the two juggernauts that you know everybody uh, like if you're getting with one of them you're 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 pretty happy they mm, you know if okay. you get good pricing from them they're they have the best coverages and you know great west is one of them i'd, I'd say centuries the other there's some other that are pretty good but i think those two kind of set themselves apart and i think great west even a little bit more so sets itself apart and and we kind of experienced some of that um because we're so our, our insurance our annual insurance renewal happens at the beginning of april and so we're kind of in the just starting the renewal process right now and last year was the first year that great west gave us a quote it wasn't uh competitive pricing wise so we ended up going with century uh, we we got some other quotes from other places but again like i said like century's pricing is really good and they're one of the best so that's what we ended up going with and anyway um this time because we have 10 trucks you go into what they call their fleet category. It, mm. It's where they kind of they start to to look at you as a fleet. And so one of their one of Great West's processes, they've got um, a safety director that will kind of get do a review of your company and your safety practices and, and procedures, and then they give a report to the underwriter, um, a, a kind of about how that meeting went, what they think about your processes, your safety culture, and you know, how you're doing things and, and whatnot. And, and actually the guy that does that is somebody that I've known for probably 10 years. He's mm. a really good guy, but this is the first time we've actually interacted where he's like looking at you're on the business end. I'm on the business end. Um, and so it was, it was really cool process to see kind of how they go in, um, how they look at the safety culture. And, and it's something that we haven't experienced before. And it, and it, and it's, it shows that they really take it seriously. And they, they do a lot of things, to kind of help you learn, get better and, and be, you know, ha have a better safety culture and, and do things right and hire good drivers and, and, uh, mitigate your risk. And so you, you feel like a, a real fleet. Yeah. Now, Chris. Yeah. It, it kind of makes you feel a little bit I'm more legit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> feel like, like, yeah, you're, you're kind of, you're growing and, um, It'll be it'll be interesting to see what happens with the insurance quotes. I'm sure we'll talk. We'll probably hit an insurance episode here briefly re, re, soon um, to kind of go over that whole process, mm -hmm. uh, and we'll kind of go from there. But yeah, All right, that was pretty cool. Well, at the end of this episode, Chris, we're also going to talk about a really thoughtful uh, Facebook comment that I went and looked up. You mentioned it, and so I, I went and uh, combed through some of the Facebook comments and found it. It's a really oh, cool. good one. Yeah. We're going to talk about that uh, at the end of the episode, but before we do, let's talk about February financials. Let's sure. actually do these numbers. Um, and uh, it, it was an okay month, right? Would, would that be I, a fair assessment? Yeah, yeah um, we didn't lose money, so that's always a good thing. There you I, go. Spoiler. Um, so yeah, 
didn't make a whole lot, but this is, I mean, this is February. February is usually one of the, if not the worst month yeah. of the year, it's one of the worst months of the year. Um, now, so, is that because of uh, rates? Is it because of the shortened month? Uh, it, what is it that makes February the worst? All, all of the above. So yeah. I, I think there's like specifically in our situation, there's kind of three reasons. We'll get into that that cause cause that the the short month is one of them. Mm. Um, and it's just the rates like it's it's the lull, you know, typically January and February. And I, and I would say more so February than January, because I think January you get some of that. We were restocking after the fourth quarter rush, right? you know, the holiday rush, everybody buying things. And, but then things really taper off end of, end of January into February. And, and then sometime hopefully in March and in a- April, um, produce starts to pick up in Texas, mm. California, Florida, and, and stuff starts moving a little bit better. So we'll see to, how it goes. Yeah. To yeah. just considering it's, it's February, we, we can't complain too much. All right. Well, that being said, 10 trucks out on the road this month. Uh, what were the total miles run by the company? Um, 8,391 8, 8, 80, uh, 80, <laughs> okay, miles. There we so go. 83.3K. Yeah. All right. So that is pretty low. Was there a truck missing from the road? Yeah. So we had we, we had one driver um, who quit, but kind of quit in a weird way. He uh, He... Had traveled out of country, mm. was supposedly just going to be gone for a couple of weeks, and then decided to stay where he's at for probably a significantly longer period of time. Okay, and so we we just can't hold that truck for him as long as he's decided he wants to stay away. So, um, is it Sam Bankman Fried? Be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know who that is, so oh. I don't think so. Okay, never mind. Never, six people got my joke, Chris. All right, and they're well, laughing their heads off. I'm right not now. culturally cool, so I mean, there's probably more than six people just because I don't get something that. So, okay. So, uh, you had a truck sitting, a- any other trucks sitting? Cause even with nine trucks, 83,000 would no, be pretty low. Uh, well, I guess it was we had some weather. We, ha- it, it's a shorter month. And so you think about it. I mean, you, our, our fleet as a whole is probably traveling, you know, 5,000 ish miles a day. Mm-hmm. And so you, you really have, you know, um, three, two to three fewer days. I mean, so you're probably talking a good 10 to 15,000 miles just because it's a shorter month. Right. And so if you add that 15,000 back in and it's a lot closer to where it should be with like essentially nine, nine trucks. trucks. Okay. All right. That so makes sense. That, that's a, that's a big part of it. And then also, you know, another factor in this whole thing is, is weather. I mean, we're still dealing with like, it, it seems to me like this is one of the worst years in a say while. It, say it, Chris, say the words. I-80. I-80. Yeah. It was one of the worst <laughs> years in, in recent memory for I-80 getting shut down, just yeah. how often it happened and for extended period of periods of time and so that that definitely had an impact okay so just over 83k miles run how many deadhead miles then 4142 uh okay five percent five percent yeah i'll take that and that brought in a total revenue of what uh 184,606 dollars and 48 cents okay that's a seems like a pretty decent number. Yeah, not not terrible. I mean, if you kind of if you look at the the rate per mile, so just jump into that. The all in rate per mile was two dollars twenty one cents. Um, better than last month. Um, not the greatest in the world, but you know, still not terrible. Like it's it moved for February. 
it was decent. And and I think part of that though is I you kind of have to take with a grain of salt because if you remember in in when we were talking the January numbers, we had a bunch of loads at the end of January that mm. didn't get delivered because I eighty got shut down. And right. so they got pushed into February, which actually that's a, a, another part of the reason that February numbers were as good as they were. Um, they could have been worse, but that reduction in January's numbers that helped February is, is, is kind of a big chunk of that. Right. Okay. All right. So, um, any other numbers, specific numbers that you want to pull out as, or, well, I should say before we talk about the actual profit and or loss. Um, you know, one thing that's kind of cool that happened this month, you talk about the total revenue. We actually hit our 1000th load hauled. Hey, there um, you go with Holland assets since the, since the Holland assets began, that's kind of a pretty cool milestone. I, and I'm a little disappointed now that my, uh, that my studio isn't getting showered with confetti that <laughs> well, will stick around well, hey, for the next you know, two years. I, I'll remember that for next time. Next time we have a little <laughs> announcement to make, I'll just like whip it out of my pocket and we'll do some confetti do some and confetti. make you happy. I mean, are you still finding some from the last uh, time? Uh, if you look on the, uh, the lights, the, I have a light on my face right now and there's confetti inside the light <laughs> that I haven't gone in and cleaned out yet. So whenever our hundredth episode was like a year or more ago, yeah, uh, it was just about a year ago. Yeah. We predicted I would be cleaning up confetti forever and we were right. So, uh, no. Okay. So a thousand loads, that's yeah, pretty it's, cool. It's um, cool. and it'll obviously pick up a lot faster now yeah. that you have 10 trucks running you'll do your 2000th load and nobody will notice yep. um in a few months yeah right? it, I, probably more than a few months but it, it definitely won't take four more years to yeah. get to that 2000 the uh, load still that's pretty we're cool almost yeah we're almost four years Excel next, next excellent month will be four years. Yeah. so okay with that thousandth load and with 184 and change 184k in revenue what did that do profit wise uh, the total, the profit for the month was $7,279.94. That is a thin margin. It is a thin margin. That is, yeah, I, yeah. okay, now 7,000, what'd you say? 7.2, okay, yeah. or 7.3, 7K. Uh, as I'm going back in time and thinking about previous financials episodes that we did, uh, you often talked about how there was this idea that just because it says profit doesn't mean we're actually making money because there are other expenses that uh, that don't show up immediately on the P&L um, and, and we want to buffer with, you know, several hundred to a thousand dollars per truck per month uh, before we can start saying, oh, okay, we're actually making money now. Yeah. Um, is that kind of where we're at? We're like at that yeah, yeah, yeah. It says seven K, but with ten trucks out on the road, we're kind of breaking even. Yeah, we should we should be higher than that. And and if you look at it on a cash flow basis, is again just to kind of reiterate this, I probably I will probably never stop talking about this. Uh, and, and I need to get to the point where I'm including a monthly depreciation mm. um, amount in this figure because that'll really give us a more true idea. And, and if we did at this point, it would show a loss. Um, and, and that depreciation amount is essentially so. It, if you remember on your truck payments, this is a question we get all the time, like even though we talk about it somewhat regularly. Um, so we'll just talk about it again. Like every time you make a payment on your truck, it's divided into two categories, your interest expense and then the the principal piece that goes towards paying off the loan. Right. And so on your profit, on the profit and loss statement, the piece that shows up on the P&L is that interest expense the principal payment does not show up because you're you're not 
um, you're paying off a loan for that that was for an asset, and so it doesn't show up on the the profit and loss statement because it's really that's part of your profit. You're just paying off a loan with that cash, and so from a, a cash flow standpoint, you know our our total principal payments across the 10 trucks right now, and, and this is, again, it's a number that fluctuates a little bit from month to month, but it's about 20,000 bucks. Mm. So if you think about it, we're probably pretty close to a $13,000 cash flow loss. loss. Right. So yeah, it's just one of those things I I always want to bring up because 7K sounds like, okay, well, you know, razor thin margin, but hey, at least we're making money. Well, not yeah, so fast. It, you're not. You're not gonna at at this point. You're not gonna operate like this forever. If we were to do a, mm. a ten, let's say just a ten thousand dollar profit forever, like we we would probably we'd eventually run out of money, and um, it, it, we we just we wouldn't be able to function. We yeah. we need to get to that point where we're, you know, our, our break even point is more like twenty thousand dollars in net right. income, and we we need to get over there. With but with that being said, I do. I mean that this kind of relates to that uh, Facebook post. Should we just I, jump I into it? I know it does. It's a great segue, but let's hold off because okay. I know there are a couple of other numbers from the P and L that we wanted to pull out, and then we can come back okay. to that uh, that total number. So we'll circle back that. around and, yeah. and talk about that. But uh, let's talk about fuel expenses, uh, repairs, and maintenance, all that stuff. Uh, what what numbers do you want to pull out first? Um, you mentioned fuel, so let's just kind of start with that. So our, okay. our fuel expense total, total, um, just raw fuel expense for the month was $58,481. So it, it's moving down. Fuel prices, we're, we're seeing a little bit of relief pressure-wise on fuel prices, which is good. Um, and so the, the total percentage of revenue was 31.7%, which is better than it was last month. Last month, it was 352 um, it was up above 40 for a while it, there, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It so was in, in December, it dropped all the way down to 30%. And part of that was not because fuel had lessened, but we got a higher amount of revenue. Mm. Um, but then the previous months before that, um, November was almost 45, October 41, September 40, almost 47. And so, yeah, it, it's it's been pretty high. So actually, if you look o- across, I'm looking across all of last year right now, um, it, January, February, March of last year was before things really started to get like go bad. Mm-hmm. And, and those were good months. But previous to that, um, our lowest of last year was actually the same amount, 31.7%. How about that? So um, hopefully we can we can keep moving that trend in that direction. Yeah. And that's uh, you, maybe that's something we could devote an entire episode to. I mean, we have talked about how to mitigate fuel expenses before, but... Uh, it's one of those subjects that it, it should be top of mind for everybody who's out on the road. Uh, so it, it never hurts for us to revisit it and uh, talk about what yeah. you're doing, maybe as a fleet instead of as an individual driver. With with Motor Carrier HQ, we um, that is something I definitely, there's going to be an episode in the near future. And with Motor Carrier HQ, we're actually, we've got a fuel card program with an app and everything that mm-hmm. we're I think I've talked a little bit about it in the past that we're developing that uh, it's getting really, really close and um, it's it's starting to get some, like we, we've got a handful of fleets on it and um, we're starting to get a, a, enough gallons flowing through it. And so to speak, so to speak, Love yeah. It. So, so that uh, 
and the app is is like a differentiator like other other companies have fuel cards but this app is really cool because it helps you like it's it's lessons i learned when i was driving on trying to find the best fuel pricing and it it, it can help completely ease um the difficulty of finding the best fuel price and we're starting to be able to get really good pricing with it and and we think we've got um one in the hopper that's going to be a game changer nice okay all right well that's fuel expenses uh what about repairs maintenance um anything significant happening there um we we had some uh some trailer damage from a couple incidents to 2600 bucks so not, not not a huge amount i just noticed it was you know a little higher than normal right? it was a little so, higher than normal yep um, um and, and this is one of the things that's kind of interesting in that conversation with the the great west uh fleet rep um, he said, you're growing, you're a bigger fleet, you're, you know, there's no way around it. You're just going to start to see more claims like it, as you get bigger, it just, it happens. Like mm. it, don't be shocked. Cause we've, we've at this point have been like, as far as like legit insurance claims and accidents, like we've had one small one that wasn't like, you know, less than our the premium that we pay in a month mm -hmm. and so not huge but he's like yeah, it's just going to happen like I, I don't care how good you are as a fleet you're going to have claims and, and that was kind of like in, in a way a little bit of a relief to hear that like from from an insurance guy saying like we know that that's going to happen it's right. it's it's baked in it's baked in so that yeah. that was kind of that was kind of cool so like it, we're, we're obviously with that kind of like the damages that that are caused by mishaps I mean, crap happens. I, that's one of the things that I talk about with people all the time, whether it's in my, you know, my military career or in any of my businesses, like I don't expect perfection out of people. Like you're, we're all going to make mistakes at some point. Just, you know, don't let it become a habit. <laughs> sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, let me ask you one last thing, which is, I know there was uh, an issue with the water pump on truck one and truck one has been shall we say an issue truck for a little while now uh what's the story there what are the plans with truck one what do you think you guys are going to do yeah so we we had 7200 bucks in repairs um last month and a good chunk of that was truck one the water pump went out and there there are a few other things um that truck is actually coming off the road we uh we've got another truck coming online here in the next week or two and it, it's an, so the driver that drives truck one um, likes a manual and um, we were so the the new, new truck we're getting right now is an automatic so and she said I'll go in that automatic for a little while because the next truck we're getting will be is a manual. manual and we'll switch her over to that one so we're actually gonna pull truck one off the road here very very soon are we gonna have uh, some sort of ceremony will there be taps playing <laughs> in the background should. i like that yeah we <laughs> probably should do something <laughs> yeah. uh yeah it'll be it'll be sad when truck one goes away but uh such is life uh we can't be too sentimental about these things actually wasn't that part of the comment uh we, we should get to the facebook comment let's go um, jump in uh and i to be honest, I read a bunch of Facebook comments last night. Thank you, everybody who goes on Facebook and, and does that. I love reading those comments. Um, and so I don't remember if that was part of this, but somebody was saying, hey, when are you going to take truck one off the road? Come on, man. Um, Soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was a great comment. It was very long and very thoughtful. Uh, Chris, do you want to talk about that? Where did yeah. this come from? And, and uh what were they saying? So one of the one of the big things that I kind of gleaned from this comment was, I mean, he talked about, you know, it, it seems like 
you know, your profit. He was he was talking about one specific month, and I can't remember which mm. month it was. Maybe you do, but um, it, the the profit wasn't all that great. I mean, it was it was a profit, but it wasn't all that great. And he's all like, "Is is that? Are you satisfied with and, that? It seems like you shouldn't be satisfied with that." Right, kind of hoping that you would uh, be raging against the microphone a little bit more uh, <laughs> at at how low the profit margin was. Right. Yeah, and and, and it, he's he's absolutely right. We're not we're absolutely not satisfied with kind of you know this. You look at this month. This is probably a pretty similar month to whatever month he was mm. commenting on. It's not a great month. I mean. Yes, we're making money, but no, it's not a great month. And, um, you know, kind of as we've, we've grown, we've kind of had some growing pains and there's been some challenges with that. Um, and, and the market's kind of tough right now, but no, that's, that's not great. We, we want to get to the point where I think like my bare minimum where I'm like, okay, we're doing all right is a, is a profit of about $3,000 per truck. But I really want to get more to the $5,000 a month per truck. And then I think at that point, like that's kind of where we would like to be. And I, and I think if we can get to that point, we're, we're sitting in a pretty good spot. Yeah. Okay. So 5K. But, you know, as I was reading through this comment, this guy was talking about uh, somebody who I think put a video on YouTube and, and it was like, we made a bajillion dollars with yeah. a, you know, $5,000 truck um, where you know, that's some explosive growth, uh, and profit. Why, why don't you shoot for the moon that way? Uh, you know, why, why would you even be happy with 5k per truck when it seems like you can get so much more? So, so the, the company that he's talking to, it's actually another podcast and they, and they do a great job. Um, but it's a, it's a different thing. They, they kind of focus on, they lease on to, to, to Landstar. Um, and, and so the, the guys that they bring on from, from what I understand, they're not, um, like company drivers and they are leased, they kind of lease onto them. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, you're kind of, to a certain extent, you're comparing apples to oranges. Um, and they've also been around a lot longer, have developed more of a relationship with Landstar and who they lease to, and, and they can bring business to Landstar and then Landstar takes a, a, a cut and they get a cut of it. And it, you know, it, it kind of works like that. And yeah, they, they they do some pretty fascinating things, especially they, like they buy all used trucks that they get really cheap and then they fix them up just how they like them. Um, and, and that's like a, an owner operator that's getting a cut of the profits is going to be willing to, um, you know, sit in a truck that's not as nice of a truck because right. they like, they, they kind of get a cut of that where company drivers, it's just, it's a completely different ball game. And, and, and like, I, I'm not trying to take away from what they've done because they've done some some great things and and it's awesome. But they're they've also been doing it a little bit longer than we have, and their their kind of their end game is different than what our end game is. And um, but they they've they've done some good things, and and yeah. and there's a lot of things you can learn from what they've done. Like especially if you're an owner operator, like some of the the stuff they do with their trucks and how they maximize the fuel economy, like. Their, their trucks are driving like 55 miles an hour. Right. Our drivers aren't going to do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You got to get there, get back. Yeah. Um, and we might as well give them a shout out. It's uh, Blue Ribbon Logistics, right? Yeah. And so uh, so people can check that out. Just be aware. It's a very different style of how to make money in trucking. Um, what you're doing, as I understand it, Chris, is a little more like I, I want to grow this core I want to grow my company, not yeah. Landstar's company or whatever, right? And so mm -hmm. it's uh, it's a longer term play, from what I understand, than 
the quicker profit that they're able to turn around. Yeah. Is that fair? I, I think that's, I think that's very fair. Like we're, we're, I mean, we're, and, and they, they've got very long-term perspective on things sure. too, but uh, yeah, like we're, we're, we're in this for the long, the long game, don't, the long, Oh, don't do it, Chris. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we're in this for the long game. Um, and that's kind of what the way I've been my entire life. Like I, I'm not an instant gratification guy. Like I, I, I am, am willing to make some early on sacrifices to, to have something explode later on down the road. And, mm-hmm. and I've seen that happen time and time again, and it's going to happen with Holland assets. We're, we're just not quite there yet. And and the market right there right now is not making that right. easy either, but it's, it's one of those things is sometimes you just kind of have to survive that downturn like it is right now so that you're around. Like we talked of the other day about having your hook in the water. We want to mm-hmm. have our hook in the water when, um, when things when do things start do to turn around to get better. So let me ask you one last question before we cut and run for today. Uh, and that is profit margin. Cause that's uh, kind of what this comment was getting at. And what we're talking about today is this razor thin profit margin. Um, do you have a percentage of what a trucking company like yours would be aiming for? You know, you think about like a, a restaurant that is a thin profit margin. They're operating at, you know, two, 3% tops, right? Walmart was famous for, I I don't know what they're going to do these days after the uh, great logistics crash of 2020. Um, But they were famous for operating on a profit margin of less than 1%. You know, they just went for volume, right? And so they're satisfied with that lower profit margin. What what that means, uh, profit margin is how much, well, how much you're making versus how much you're spending to make that money, right? And so if you're making 100K a month, but you're spending 99K to make that 100K, your profit margin is 1%. Um, do you have a percentage for a trucking company like yours? Uh, what, what's healthy for growth? So, so the average, um, and I don't have an exact number, but the average, like what I've heard in the industry over the years is about 10% profit margin. Mm. Um, I, I, and that's, we're not even really, I mean, we've had months, we have some months where we're over that some that, you know, a lot that we're under, like, we're like a 10% profit margin at $183,000 would be 18 K. And, and if you, if you, if you have a 10% profit margin after depreciation, you add depreciation back mm-hmm. in, that's actually starting to get real good. Decent. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's starting to get pretty good. So I, I think if you can get that I'd really like to get to the 15 to 20. Um, that's getting really, really good. And I think that's one of the things. So um, the blue lit ribbon logistics, I think that's one of the things that they do really, really well is they've got really good profit margins because of how they manage their fuel expenses, how they like they do some stuff with their trucks. They don't have to do oil changes very often and, and do a lot of different really cool things like that. And in fact, I'd actually, so one of the, one of the guys on it is his name is Chris. I think it's Chris and Larry, if I remember right, Chris and I have actually had some conversations. It's been a few years since we've had them, but like, I, I think the world of those guys, I think they do a really good job in, in some of the things that they do. And, um, I'll, I'll, we can glean a lot of good information from listening to different people and seeing different mm-hmm. perspectives. And I think a lot of what they do is great. You know, it's just, they're doing di- something different than what we mm-hmm. are. And so, well, people can go check them out yeah, uh, for sure. right after they subscribe to the Holland Assets podcast. <laughs> if they haven't yet, <laughs> they can go, go check out Blue plug. Ribbon. Yeah. No, it's uh, we're, we're happy to plug them. It's a it's a great product as well. So yeah. um, thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, don't forget to check out the Facebook page. Leave your comments there. You can also do that at Holland Assets 
Assets. <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> HollandAssetsLLC.com. Uh, you can do that in both places. And you can also leave us a review, uh, which we appreciate. And what I'm talking about there is going on, you know, Stitcher or iTunes or whatever it's called these days or Spotify and leaving that five-star review. Uh, maybe write something out if you're feeling ultra generous, but uh, the reviews help us out. We do appreciate it. Uh, it helps other people find the podcast. Um, every time every time you get a good review, it pings that algorithm that, hey, people are talking about this show. And so, you know, if 10 of you do that today, oof, Chris, just imagine, imagine. Yeah, that would be awesome. We, all right. we appreciate all those reviews. They help a ton. And uh, with that, we will see you all in a couple of weeks. Chris, have a good one. You too. Thanks, Chris.